0: This episode of Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupan's Markets. Where this month they are highlighting local and family-owned Crowley Wines in Newburgh. They produce only 2,500 cases each year. And their specials feature Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, and Rosé. Stop into uh, Zupan's and see what's, uh, get some great deals.
1: Also a few events you don't want to miss at the Breezeway at Lake Grove. Different dates for their popular lobster and clam bakes. They also have the Mediterranean Feast. I love this one. Hawaiian-style pig roast and the prime rib and trip dinners. So you can go to zoopans.com for all that. Also, this is really important, burgers on Thursday and Friday at the Lake Grove and McAdam locations. That kicks off May 24th and 25th going into Memorial Day weekend. Right, those in the afternoon. So check yeah. their website for the actual times, which you're also going to want to go to to check
0: their tastings. They have... Great selections of beer and wine. I know this weekend, which may have passed by the time you listen to this, but includes Ninkasi and even some a canned wine tasting. Nice. As well. Um, and so get on the news feed at Zupan so you get that information up top and you also get their free... Sometimes you get a... I got free bounty brownie, brownie bites yes, last week. That's right. It's great. Mm-hmm. And those were from St. Honoré makes those. One thing you'll discover at Zupan's is has got a great bread selection. Yeah, they it's do. It's one of my favorite things. They have from Ken's Artisan to St. Honoré, New Cascadian for the, our gluten-free friends. Yep. And, uh, of course, Dave's Killer and other brands as well.
1: I have to throw in. I don't know where they get it. It's actually Zupan's branded non bread. Whenever we're eating curry at my house, I have mm-hmm. to go to Zupan's to get the non bread and toast that up on the oven. Oh, man, it's good. Oh, yes. So they- good. I thought, I thought I thought it was N O N you were talking about. You're talking about N-A-N. I- N-A-N. Great, non 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 bread. Zupans.com. Yep. Right, three locations. You can go to Lake Grove, McAdam, and of course West Burnside, and always Zupans.com. Time once again for Portland's Food Scene Podcast, right here on Right at the Fork with your host, Chris Angeles from Portland Food Adventures. And Court Johnson from Kink.fm. We are fired up today. Yeah. I can just, there's a sense of energy in both of our um, <laughs> voices, and it probably has everything to do with the guests we just t- talked to.
0: I think it does, but I'm, I was going to say, for me, I had coffee right off the bat in the, this morning, and then I went to Proud Mary yeah. and met those folks and got a little coffee tasting. Sure. So on the way over here, I mean, I was pretty mm, rocky. you hyped up. But I had some incredible coffee at Proud
1: Mary. The buzz on Proud Mary is big. Gary yeah. the the foodie uh, I think we talked about it in this episode a year ago brought it to our attention. Yeah, he said Chris and he's because he knew I like coffee. Yeah. So for me the uh
0: finding out some of the nuances and the you know having a $500 bottle of wine the equivalent of coffee over there this morning was yeah. pretty cool. Right. Nice. Anyway, that's that. And Stephanie speaking of mm-hmm. Stephanie a small world is going to go cover Proud Mary on KPTV on More Good Day, Oregon, where she has her show, Stephanie Kralovich, who's with us this morning.
1: Yeah, you, you point this out, and we haven't done any, really any fact-checking on it, but when it <laughs> comes to like broadcast media here in the Portland area, we believe Stephanie has been doing it the longest, or maybe even the most consistently. Covering food. Covering she's food. Not the, she's not the oldest broad. Right. But, but, but covering food, new openings, new restaurant ventures. Right. We met back in 2010-
0: And when I started doing Portland food adventures, she was actually doing stories with before there were like, there was 16 events a night. There was what I was doing and they would actually do a three minute segment at Nostrana and um, Lincoln and park kitchen on these events. I would be a pretty wealthy publicist now if I could get those done for all the events going on in Portland. Right. So, um, you know, that was then and this is now. So in (laughs) eight years... The market's changed drastically, so she's covered a lot, and as we point out in the podcast, has turned a lot of people on to local food scene. She's been a significant part of the food scene because the, the TV audience is a little different than the eater audience, right? and she's turning a lot of people on to these places that they would not know.
1: No, and, and she's been uh, perfectly positioned because she's on more good things, Oregon. Which, more good day, more good day. Yeah, I got it. It is more good things. Uh, there, there's a show back where I'm from called really? Good Things. Yeah, which would compete against Good Thing, Good Day, Utah. But we're talking about more good day, <laughs> Oregon. Right? Did I say that right? Yeah, but you had the you had a point you were going to make about it. Well, yeah, no, because because it's it's like three or four hours of hard news and traffic and weather, and then and then you get to have Stephanie for an hour to talk about stuff that's not heavy, right? But equally as important and and frankly just fun, right? And she has
0: fun doing it. And I have to tell you, this happens. All this happens on the podcast. We're sitting in this kind of you know studio with bland walls, with only a no food or drink uh, sign on the wall. Yep. But she brought a lot of light to the studio. She's she did, just, and,
1: and she brought these whole thirty compliant, semi-compliant uh, cookie, cookie right, dough balls. Right, that has for, that is gluten everything free. Everything it's free. Got nothing nothing it, in there. But there's one. The chocolate chips apparently are breaking the rule. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try them anyway. But I'm, most important, I'm gonna let my wife try them because she's the one doing that whole thirty thing. Yeah, but she didn't bring two for me to try. I heard. Oh, we'll those, just have to do this into to your pocket. That's right. Yeah. I gotta go freeze them.
0: Well, into my pocket. She mentions <laughs> her story about putting the tongue. Nick yep. Zukin's tongue in her pocket, and that's just one of the things you want to listen to this podcast to talk about. When well, we veered off of food a little bit, but that's okay, you know. Yeah, you... N- Nick zukin's tongue. Well, not his tongue specifically, right? <laughs> but uh, and she said she was feeling a little ill, and I don't know whether that was just because she was around Nick,
1: right, to for too too much, but. Uh, Great reason for you to listen to today's podcast. Yeah,
0: to to learn Figure about out. that. But uh, but disclaimer, Nick Zukin is one of the nicest guys yes, in he is. show business. Yeah. So I mean, it was just poking fun at it, and he'd be the <laughs> first one to appreciate that. Um, but yep. to have Stephanie here with us in the studio was a pleasure. I'd like to do it again, and maybe we can get a sound bite out of her Twitter responses that is best ranch
1: dressings in Portland, Oregon. She loves her ranch. Yes. Hey, Chris, we should also point out that as we were talking to Stephanie... Stephanie was also talking to us. She came in and did a segment
0: about right at the fork for the news, which is kind of interesting because let's face it, we're an audio show. Right. So here we are with our headphones on and she did a, a nice little story on, uh, on the podcast right before she appeared here and, uh, and also talked to me a little bit about my trips, which you know we like to talk about mm-hmm. we want people to come to sicily with us and also with chef jose to barcelona that's right so um but she was really kind to do that we so we had you know the uh alex the editor in here with us and um so go to the the point is you can go to kptv she gives instructions at the end of the podcast on how to find it but if you go to kptv.com and look for good day oregon More Good Day, Oregon. It's more. It's not just any Good Day, Oregon. It's it's more. more. So uh, if you go there, you'll see her story on our podcast there. And it's kind of fun. Mm -hmm.
2: Right at the Fork, it's proud to be supported by Zupan's Markets. For over 40 years, unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and more, with the delicious emphasis on locally sourced items. The best of the Northwest bounty can be found at your closest Zupans, on West Burnside, McAdam, or Lake Grove, and at zupans.com. Eat well, put taste first, love your food. Ringside Hospitality Group. Owned by the Peterson family for nearly 75 years, Ringside Steakhouse has long been a landmark of the Portland landscape. And Ringside Fish House, in the heart of downtown, boasts the freshest seafood and an exceptional wine list. Both serve the world-famous onion rings that James Beard claimed to be the best he's ever had. Visit ringsidesteakhouse.com and ringsidefishhouse.com and make a reservation today. Join right at the fork host Chris Angeles for once-in-a-lifetime trips this fall to eat and sip your way through Sicily, Mexico City, and PFA's famous trip with Italian Chef Jose Chessa to Barcelona. See the exciting itineraries at portlandfoodadventures.com and find Chris's contact information there too. If you love food and travel, these trips are for you. And make sure to check in on local PFA events. And by San Pellegrino. Iconic, fresh, Sparkling water with extraordinary Italian heritage is a refreshing way to enhance any dining experience. Ask for San Pellegrino by name next time you're having a great meal. Ever since its founding in 1899, San Pellegrino has been a premium brand synonymous with style.
0: So, are we actually starting here? now? This
2: feels so legit. Guys.
0: Now we're rolling. So do you think, to your question, since you didn't just swear, but you warned us that if you did, <laughs> you might get in trouble, do you think that your management is actually going to listen to this?
3: Uh, oh, yeah, because we're doing a full story on this podcast. Right, but they're so gonna we are going to be the promoting- hour,
0: they're gonna invest the hour to hear what you had to say?
3: I hope so. Hi, boss. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, we I work at kind of a foodie station, Everyone there is excited about it was restaurants. F- so I, I, it's not going to be a hard sell to get my bosses to listen to this.
0: I think, as far as I recall, because I started my thing back in 2010, you guys were actually covering these events. But I think you were the first one on the food bandwagon in television in Portland. Is that not correct? That I, I mean, know of.
3: I, I'm taking your word for it. That's a huge, huge compliment. Do you uh, know,
0: any, well, That's why we wanted to have you in. Other than the fact that you're just charming and wonderful, and we'd love to have you here, but you've covered food for uh, at least eight years, correct? Eight plus years.
3: Yeah, it was 2010. I started doing two restaurant segments a week for a while there for a few years. And Why uh, was
0: that in quotes? Two restaurant quote segments.
3: Oh, I don't know. That's how I've, I overly <laughs> use them. I'm going to sit on my hands during this because well,
0: <laughs> it's also what we need to do with podcasting, right? Because there is no visual. So we have to bring the actual, we have to uh, round out the just the voice. So to tell, you had quotes around the two segments.
3: I don't know why I did that. I know, it's was becoming wondering. a nasty habit. Yeah. It, no, I did two restaurant segments and one outdoor segment for a while between 2010 all the way to early 2013. And during that time, I got to eat. So much great food. I mean, and and during that time, I was also pregnant for 10 months of it. so you could hide it. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yes. And so I was hungry as a hostage on all these shoots. And I'd get to eat, you know, a full meal after interviewing the chef. of some great food.
0: So that's an interesting conundrum because you're on the air, you're a TV personality. Part of it is, you know, you have to look as good as possible. Right, <laughs> and on the other hand, you're out eating, and you have to watch your what you're what you're eating because you don't want to gain weight, so um that's something you have to manage, but on the other hand, it's not like you were doing three segments a day eating like
3: right, and back then, I worked out because i hadn't had a kid yet, so I worked out, and then, when I was pregnant i mean i I gained the full fifty pounds when I was pregnant It's just yeah. and then how long I did was, it take to come off uh it came off very. I don't want to say that, but it...
1: You're it, asking the hard questions you, here, Chris. Here's the
3: thing. Here's the <laughs> truth. I, I was one of those moms that just freaked out, like, ah, my baby, is my baby going to be okay? And that helped me drop the baby weight because I was You're just in, nervous. Oh, uh, nothing like that kind of worry, you know? you got a human being depending on you, so yeah.
0: Yeah, that changes like So, so that'll
3: change your appetite. It changes. So how <laughs>
0: did... When you started, Is it di- was it different then? How did you... Uh, determine who you wanted to cover where did you get that information
3: we a lot of the time back then i used eater because you know instagram really wasn't a thing back then right in 2010 i mean people had instagram but it, i guess eater but wasn't
0: really a thing in 2010 either was it it was starting it has, it to become
3: uh, yeah and uh we used eater facebook a lot back then mm-hmm. uh and i had just you know the the different PR companies, you know, Broussard, Little Green Pickle, Erica Perez, there are all these different PR agents that send us press release press releases in the early days. Um, Melissa Broussard, who's like the PR queen, you know, she she's the one that got salt and straw on Oprah's desk. Right. I don't know if you remember that, but she, she did that. uh so she would send me emails all the time hey this place is about to open hey salt and straw is getting a brick and mortar this is all i mean we did salt and straw when it was a little ice cream cart just on alberta just this little tiny cart and it was kim malik and you know her baby cousin and then now they're like what they're opening everywhere
0: i remember coming out of aviary stuffed and there was this little cart out there what's this and they were serving strawberry, balsamic, black pepper, ice cream. And I thought, I got to try this. So I I have the good, you do too, the nice memory of them when they were just tiny. And you know, they just opened up their first outpost in Disneyland.
3: Right. So, we just we just reported that. I mean, yeah, that, that place has gone. But it wasn't, I mean, what really put it on the map in the beginning was Oprah put it on her list of favorite things, right? Right. And that's pretty much like, but I think
0: Kim and Tyler were going to get there one way or the other because Kim had such success at Starbucks, and she's such a wonderful person.
3: Oh, she is. And oh, Tyler Kim is Malachi. such a sweetheart. Yeah, too.
0: He's, he's great. a doll. We have, uh, we have podcasts with both of them if anybody wants to do a little search. so And they're great. Oh, yeah. They're fantastic. Um, but so, yeah, Melissa was great. Did you ever... So back then, my source for where to go eat was food dude was portlandfoodanddrink.com did you refer to that oh yes because we did. because his reviews were like no reviews that have ever been in portland because he would go i'm sure michael russell has done this and does it but but food dude would go there were, first of all there are multiple food dudes right did, i don't know if you knew that
3: i did not know that yeah, so that i they, followed the food dude very carefully there were
0: multiple he's now admitting it i'm saying okay. that because now he's going he's said it on social media, but they would go to a restaurant 10 times at their own expense before they'd even do a review. So it was a really cool source for me. It's what got me kind of going to places and deciding, hey, this is really cool. And then Eater came on a little bit later. So do you prefer to find your own stories than have the publicist drive that message?
3: (laughs) Now it's Instagram. I mean, people are posting brand new spots. I I do like finding places that are. I like the keep Portland weird hook. If someone's making some weirdo sounding thing, I'm all about it because those those stories are easy to write. They're easy to sell. People want to go. Oh, where do I get that uh, Forrito? Or you know, where do I get that? There's so many things. They're
0: visually appealing too, right? And they're, the, the visuals are great. Is is Steph going to eat this? <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you refuse
3: do. to eat no uh you know when i was pregnant there were some you know we couldn't do sushi places that kind of thing but before i you know there's that like 12 weeks when you can't tell anyone you're pregnant even your photographer like mm-hmm. at, at least i was that paranoid i didn't tell the only person who knew it was my husband And so I was on these shoots and there was a guy at this was back at Metro Vino. Remember that place? It was Gregory Denton's where he he first like rose to fame in Portland. And the bartender there was doing something called the bone luge. Well, I heard about the bone luge and that's (laughs) that's something that's that's up my alley because that's like you're you're doing a bone marrow luge. You're pouring a, a shot of sherry down a bone with bone marrow on it. Like, that's only happens in Portland, I promise. Well, I guess it happens all over now. But uh, this guy started it in Portland, and it was going viral. You probably know his name. He's, he, he's one of the most talented bartenders in Portland, but the name escapes me. Anyway, he had me do one, and I'm thinking, I can't take a shot of Sherry. I'm pregnant. I can't have bone marrow. I'm pregnant. Right. I, I was just such a paranoid pregnant person, but I did take a little little... Uh,
0: I'll have you know that my mother smoked throughout her entire <laughs> pregnancy and I don't look like... I, I, you know, you I turned out all right. mer- Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's the... <laughs> may, maybe I just made the point that you shouldn't have been doing that. Uh, but, yeah, so...
3: So so I didn't have the sherry, but I did have bone marrow and it was, like, to die for. And then uh, also while I was pregnant, I did a segment with Nick Zucan at Mi Maro Mole when that place first opened and he cooked tongue. Beef tongue, and I bit into it. And just because I was having morning sickness again, nobody knew I was pregnant. I was still in non maternity clothes. Uh, I, I just the thought of it. It tasted amazing because it's, you know, it's Nick. It was delicious. But just the thought, and I turned away from the camera, stuck the piece of beef tongue in my pocket, and then forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> Until the next time I went to wear those work slacks and found a piece of dried beef tongue. So mm. there are stuff like that was happening all the time when I was pregnant, like having to go. Mm, well. Did it
1: take you a minute to remember? What is this? What is this dried up shrivel thing in my pocket? It t- oh, yes. <laughs> no, it, you do it, instantly.
3: It, it was kind of like I pulled up the slacks and I must have known that I was <laughs> y- y- because I remember going, oh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. oh no. Have you
0: been back to try it since?
3: No, and I want to because he does stuff with like, he does chef, uh, fun Portlandy chef stuff. Like he cooks with ramps during ramp season or what.
0: But okay. he's also very authentic to right. the Mexican street food, Guisados. So he gets a lot of people, as do places like Authentica, where people walk in and they're expecting burritos. I mean, regular burritos with cheese and beans who... Uh, you know, then give him bad Yelp reviews. And that's kind of the fun watching Nick respond to those Yelp reviews too. I don't have to pay attention <laughs> to those.
3: I, I need to, but you, you know uh, what I remember about Nick? He, I said, what's your favorite uh, Mexican restaurant aside from your place? And he, he said he would drive down to Woodburn and go to the legit places. And he named like five.
0: He did a, He did an entire podcast of his favorite Mexican places in Portland that weren't his. So it's there, right, Court? Do you? Do you, you remember doing that? I think it's been five years, but I think we
1: remember doing that episode. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, you can hear that, too. Mm-hmm. So and a
1: lot of them were out in Gresham. Yeah, he's, he did a lot on, uh, uh, on the east side. Right. Yep. That's so, where I grew up. That's what I was going to say. Segue into <laughs> Stephanie's
0: past. So you grew. So you've only lived in Oregon, correct? No, no. no okay, because of TV,
3: I, I moved from. So I was in uh, Eugene for a couple of years. Part of that during college, um, and where'd you
0: go to college? So you I went, went to the U- University U- of Oregon. Oregon. That, yeah, I guess that makes sense that you weren't visiting Eugene <laughs> as you were going to Humboldt State.
3: <laughs> so I, I worked uh, in Eugene the year after college. Then I went to Medford, and I was a one man band in Medford, and then uh, for a year. And then I went to Boise, and I was weekend weather and reporting in Boise. So did, for a couple years, and it, then I was in Spokane for three years.
0: Oh. Nice to be back here.
3: Oh so Happiness is... Is this no. what you wanted
0: to do from high school on to from, be a broadcaster?
3: Actually, from age five on. We have a home video of me pretending to be Kathy Smith. So I was going to yeah. ask
0: who, you're, who, you're, yeah. who it was.
3: We have the video of me pretending to do the news. And I'm talking about the Trailblazers and the Oregon Lottery, and I'm pretending I'm Kathy Smith.
0: Oh, man. So I used to do the same thing with Marv Albert in New York watching Nick games. So I went to the school for the same thing you did. I wanted to be a broadcaster.
3: And now you are.
0: I know, but I didn't realize it until Heather Jones auditioned me to do this podcast. And I put the headphones on and had the mic in front of me and I heard what I'm hearing right now. I thought, I just remember, this is what I went to school for. Why You're so good at <laughs> it. You're <laughs> a
3: great interviewer, too. I've, I've oh. listened to Right at the Fork and I love the questions you ask your guests. Oh, Uh, so you always wanted
0: to do it yeah
3: since i was like little little
0: so were you sending audition tapes out in college to uh the eugene tv station
3: i started interning at kezi the abc affiliate in eugene during college and then during my last year of college i got a job as a weekend assignment editor there and then the day i graduated uh i got a job producing full-time there so i was a producer there for a year and that, I'd get to report one day a week.
0: Well, that's a good experience for you to realize what your producers have oh, yeah. to do. And you produce your d- co-produce your shows now, right? You, well, you set everything up. You set this have, up.
3: I do. Oh, I set up all my own stuff, but right. uh, we have an executive producer who, you know, Overseas. makes yeah, everything goes through her first. I, I pitch her stories all the time. I pitched this to her. I,
0: and how <laughs> what what kind of uh, arm twisting did it take for her to agree to this
3: it w- it was an easy sell you know uh podcast stories i've done two podcast stories prior to this and they're tough because people sometimes record them on their cell phones you mm-hmm. know i what i love about this podcast you guys have a f- i'm in a full radio studio right now like i feel like i'm you know part of the z morning zoo no <laughs> um i'm just it, this feels very uh legit
0: well i love it also because we have a quote-unquote green room. There's a receptionist. There's yeah. it's the real thing. You can, <laughs> it you is show the real thing. And, and so, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a pleasure to do this, and also a pleasure because we get to meet people like you. It's really awesome. You're an obviously wonderful guest. And oh, thank you. I would save that for the end, generally. But obviously, wonderful guest, and you should. You know, you're a big part of the. Portland food scene here. Think about what you, do you ever. I don't stop think of myself that way anymore. That how much good you've done these people. So all these restaurants are working on tight, tight margins. I mean, really small margins. So every person you get in the door for them is very important, and uh, it means a lot to them. So when you go in and cover a restaurant, they have to be just delighted. I would imagine, and you do a really good job of it. Um, so I hope that you get recognition other than a paycheck.
3: Oh, thank you so much. From these people. Well, I've gotten to taste some pretty great stuff. I, you know, what's funny is I don't think of myself as, you know, this big restaurant pro anymore, just because now I have a kid and... So I've got a five-year-old in tow. You can't go to the best restaurants in Portland with a five-year-old typically. So I I feel like I'm not as dialed in as I used to be. You know, a place would, it used to be, a place would open and I would be there. Like I'd do the story that day and say to my husband, back then he was my boyfriend. I'd say, can we go to this place tonight? It's amazing. And now I I don't get to do that.
0: Do you go out on date nights? Because you should. You need, I mean, I was married once in my life and- I don't know if this is an effective uh, thing, but, you know, we used to always get a babysitter to go out together because you need some alone time.
3: We do. We do. And whenever we have a date night, it's we're looking at where do we want to eat? What do we want to try? He, he's a good sport. About that, is he about. so
0: is he not a big food person?
3: No, he's not. In fact, the, but the one thing I love about him is he is one of those lick the plate guys. So you can cook him anything, and he will eat it, ask for seconds, and lick the plate. Like
0: I'm sure he's, he'll which be makes glad he to feel... Hear you feel you're telling people, <laughs> uh, announcing to the world.
3: <laughs> he no, but he. It, it, I don't know how great my cooking is, but the fact that he always is. Asking for seconds and likes it makes me so happy because, you know, there are people who are picky and won't eat your cooking. And
0: how's so your five he's year gonna- old?
3: Oh, picky as all get out. <laughs> I was gonna because will oh, never geez. you know
0: you'll go to right through uh, high school and not get very much appreciation for all the work you're doing in the kitchen. Oh
3: yeah, in fact, I've become kind of a short order cook because I I only have one kid, right. so I end up making a dinner for my husband who's super meat eater, and then I don't want to eat as much meat anymore. I'm just kind of trying to live my best life. No, I'm kidding. I'm trying, I'm trying to cut down on meat. So then I make something a little different. And then for Cooper, my son, it's like, okay, uh, heating up some chicken nuggets. Cause that is the only thing he will eat, which I know is like a total parenting mistake. And that if they get hungry enough, they will eat, but it's a, it's a constant struggle. I'm open to any parenting tips on that because mm-hmm. my kid might be the pickiest one on the face of the earth.
0: You know, you do what you can as a parent. And at some point you just got to make it easier on yourself. And, but there's balance. You'll, I think you'll probably get back to real at some point to say, this is what we're making. This is what we're having. And, uh, yeah, you can't, can't always, I think this is not a, this is not a parenting advice podcast. No, but it should
1: be apparently. (laughs) Well, that's (laughs) where you
0: you need to chime in a little more because you're closer to it now.
1: No, I I am because what's strange for me is I have, I have two daughters and they weren't um, picky eaters and the 12 year old still isn't, but my 10 year old within the past year has become this picky eater. So very, I'm living that same life where it's shorter to order cook at home for me. Like everybody's getting something different for dinner with some similarities in it, but it's like it, it, at a certain point as a parent, I think you just make sure they don't die from starvation right. <laughs> and don't worry about all the other stuff. And, the, and then eventually, you know, but yeah, you know, you're doing all right.
3: Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, is it okay that the only thing my kid eats is cereal and chicken nuggets? And I mean, when I say that, I'm not saying like, Oh, he mixes in an sounds apple like... slice here and there. No.
1: <laughs> sounds like So that's it. Sounds like something I would like to eat right now. Yeah. Cereal and chicken nuggets. Not together though. Maybe. But, like, do you ever serve them together?
3: He is it... <laughs> I mean, it's it's gotten so bad. And it because he's an only child, I just, you know, fold like origami and say, Okay, you can have Chicken nuggets
0: again tonight. At he's five. At some point, yeah. though, that's yeah. gotta, you gotta. You're just not gonna want to be going through that extra effort. When I became a single parent of two sons. I gained so much weight because they weren't eating everything. Oh, I'll just finish. That. Eat off right. their plate. Yeah. yeah yep. just eat and,
3: uh, oh, I do that all the time. It's so bad. Uh, yeah. Because I it's like and oh it's I don't want those tortilla chips nuggets. to go to waste. Well,
0: well you just identified one other thing besides
1: <laughs> he will you eat
3: those. tortilla yeah. chips. He does have yeah, three foods on his menu.
1: You know, Chris, uh we had a great experience at Ringside Steakhouse the other night, celebrating your birthday. Yes.
0: It but, was a great way they gave us they sat. I was told beforehand it would be kind of. Uh, it, it, we was getting squeezed in.
1: Yeah, because eight there were us. there were eight of us, and they said, "Well, it's you know, it's kind of kind of a big group. Here's the configuration." Like, yeah, but was, I we waited were, till the last minute. It was
0: great, and we were right in front of the fire. It was right in front of the fire, and we had just a. It was a spectacular way, and being the cheap guy that I am, I suggested we all go for uh, the prime Monday prime for thirty five bucks. And I thought that you know if you're inviting other people and I'm not. You know, everybody's coming and paying for themselves. I thought, I'm not asking people to spend a lot to celebrate my birthday no. with me. It was 35 bucks for th- three courses. I upgraded from the mashed potatoes.
1: You with served. the lobster mashed potatoes. Lobster mashed potatoes, man. I kept on looking over and seeing that, yeah, and well, I that, was like, oh, I made a mistake. That's your fault for not
0: sitting next to me, because uh, if you'd been next to me, you could have
1: dipped in. It, seriously, if you haven't been to Regenside Steakhouse, this that's the perfect introductory to the to the steakhouse is going on a monday night and getting the prime rib deal because it comes with the the mixed greens to start with then you get your prime rib with your choice of potato you went with the the uh lobster mashed potatoes i went with french fries because i'm old school and i like to dip it in everything
0: and then the creme brulee at the end yeah you get that with it and those aren't the only specials they have they have the at ringside fish house they have the half price wines i believe that's sunday night yep so uh, you go to rings- either of the ringside websites, ringside steakhouse or ringsidefishhouse.com. And you Just can slap check that on out the end. all those wonderful things. And then the other thing that we had, too, that can't go without mention are the onion rings. Oh, yes. We had a few orders of onion rings for the table. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the onion rings that James Beard called the best onion rings he's ever had. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to not very often
1: that I agree with James Beard because I know so much more. The, the level or the, the <laughs> amount of batter that's on those perfect. things is the perfect amount. I was blown away by it. Great. You mentioned the website, ringsidesteakhouse.com, ringsidefishhouse.com, and that's where you can make your reservations.
0: So um, when you're deciding to go out on your date night, what kind of places do you like to go? Have you been in it? Let's go with this. What's excited you lately?
3: What's excited me lately? Well, I, now I kind of have to live vicariously through our... Uh, reporter molly who is also a foodie she has been going off about arden wine bar which mm-hmm. i'm she she's just said i've got to go i really want to go to bistro agnes because i love oh, Greg Denton go and i loved ox the last time i went there uh did you just tell me john gorm has a new place that's how not dialed in i am
0: Well, he's got his BYH burgers. I wouldn't call that new any longer.
3: Oh, see? Okay. (laughs) So I'm not a real pro. Uh, Can we cut that part? No. (laughs) no,
0: But you need to go to BYH burgers because he's he's hearkening back to his days in North Carolina. So he's doing great burgers. So if one likes to harp about In-N-Out, this is the this is a Portland version of sort of an In-N-Out experience. But they have cocktails and so forth down at Pine Street Market, which is one of my favorite places to go. Because there are so many great places, and you can choose what you feel like. If you if
3: Wait, you, he has a chicken place there, too, that's Pollo, to die Pollo for. Poyo Bravo. Oh, the chicken there.
0: The chicken there and is that great. that
3: salad thing they do. But oh. he's
0: got his, uh, oh, God, I can't remember the name, but he's got his roast beef sandwich or a steak sandwich there. There's a name to it. And it's very simple. It's just steak and, uh, uh, on a great roll. It's fantastic. So. So, do that, but you don't want to have I'm, meat. Let's find things no, that no, no, don't have no, as much no. meat. No, no,
3: no, no, that's not true. That's not true. I love the I checkerboard
0: pizza, too. That's awesome. The, the
3: checkerboard pizza.
0: Yeah, that's Ken. You know, Ken's.
3: Oh, yeah, from Ken's Artisan Bakery?
0: Right, but he's doing a slightly different pizza down there. He's, so, he's, so, you know, he's written the book on pizza, so why not do something that's not the same as Ken's Artisan? And it's by the slice or the pie, okay. but it's really good. And his pastries, he's, he's got like these raspberry croissants that are just incredible
3: okay so pine street market has changed a bunch since i was last there i mean i think i went there more than a year ago and of course i it was right when marukan opened whenever that was right i i had that i had the whiz bang which is like i could live on that stuff the whiz bang yeah no and and (laughs) and get
0: cooper living on it too because you may as well expand (laughs) his diet to whiz bang
3: oh yeah that's the other thing he'll he'll eat ice cream
0: oh good good for him <laughs> that's a, that's a tough sell.
3: I'm a I'm a sucker for ice cream. I've tried to do you know. I heard Court talking about the whole thirty plan. I've done it a couple times. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to live my life without ice cream and cheese. That's that's why I can't I can't keep up that lifestyle. It's like ice cream and cheese are my two great loves.
0: Well, then just do it. You right. only live. I, I believe you only live once. Yeah. So and and live it. Fairly well in moderation, but yeah. So some ice cream here and there. Uh, we mentioned salt and straw. Do you have any other ice cream spots that you particularly have disco- that you've discovered here that you really like?
3: You know, a place. I just, just to be kind of uh, fun and different canard has a soft serve machine did you know Uh, this
0: no but i didn't i went to canard last week it was incredible
3: yeah they're so i'm super excited about the flavors they're coming up with there i mean that's like you know one of portland's top celebrity chefs doing my favorite food Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so it's
0: little steamed cheeseburgers oh my god so just think of the just think of the benefits steamed cheeseburgers and soft serve at canard
3: you know, I'm a I'm a sucker for a good spumoni and there's this place in Hillsdale called Oak and Olive and they hand make their ice cream. I haven't been there in so long that I shouldn't be plugging it cuz I don't know if it's still there, but the handmade spumoni some of the best ice cream I've ever had. Wow. Yeah, they they use some cherries that are like you know. I haven't even heard
0: of that place. So th- See, this and is the Olive. beautiful thing about this food scene. There's all these new places that you just can't keep up with.
3: You, exactly. I will say about Oak and Olive, um, I live over in Southwest. I wish Southwest, you know, like Hillsdale, Raleigh Hills had more great restaurants because I've burned out on all the ones in our neighborhood. I did just make an awesome discovery, though. What's that? Uh, in a strip mall of all places. Uh, Right by the Raleigh Hills Freddy's there, Mm -hmm. there's a a Mexican place called Raul's. And my husband, we live by uh, Casa Colima. And so, you know, we were craving Mexican food. He wanted to go there. And I was like, can we mix it up? Can we try something new? This Raul's place. We went and it was amazing. I posted something on Instagram and all these people said, oh, I've been going there for years. The gal from Nom Nom Paleo, you know, Michelle Tam, Mm -hmm. she said we eat there every time we're in Portland. I thought. Wait, like you're going all the way to Raleigh Hills to eat at the... I mean, that's a glowing endorsement to have this famous cookbook I love that
0: all the people from Portland, I like to see them be able to go somewhere else because even restaurants opening, you know, Pizzeria Sulago and Salt and Straw in Lake Oswego, it's nice to see someone trying something new outside of the usual areas. And I live in Southwest too, different part of Southwest than you do. And it's, you know, and with traffic now you don't want to battle it to go to Portland all the time. I mean, it's some usually worth it, but sometimes you just want something easy. So, are you very far from Multnomah Village?
3: Not far at all. Not okay. far at all. Do you have recommendations? I
0: have a little sleeper spot that we've mentioned on the
1: podcast. Ooh, what is it, it? If you haven't been there yet, it is going to be the. I, I almost don't want to tell too many people, Chris. But oh, we I got it. No, this is know. good. It's been there for years. Yes,
3: it, it, if, is it the German place that has dill pickle soup? Yes, yes. Oh, I love Ani- that Otto place. and
0: Anita's. And the yeah. other thing I love about it is it's like you're, it's, you're traveling outside of Portland. There's, there's the servers. No one's got a tattoo. There's nothing wrong with tattoos, by the way. I just want, but it's just like you're in Pennsylvania, right? It's a, it's a totally different thing. And I don't know if you knew this, but if you go, and I can't guarantee they do this all the time, could be just because I'm so charming. But if you go and there's more than a 30 minute wait and you don't want to wake, they hand you strudel and say, oh, thanks for coming. We're sorry.
3: I the, and it was on oh, that turtle. It's oh.
0: your choice not to stay and they'd say here. Right?
3: The dill pickle soup is like off the charts too. I mean it sounds like ooh dill pickle soup. Did you have it when you were there? Yeah. It's uh, I I thought it was amazing. They they sold me with the dill pickle By soup. By The way
0: you've said amazing 3 times now, I don't think you read as oh, a as a as a person in the news business, you didn't read the memo very well.
3: I got to stop saying that. Yes. Yeah, so I got to start saying overall, it's delicious. Just
0: overall. Just overall okay amazing is i'm so also ubiquitous counting now. my
3: ums and us and i have had about 400 of those
0: do you watch yourself on the air are you uh, like no li- it's li- unbearable are you like, li- larry Sa- larry sanders, <laughs> sanders on the and,
1: uh gary shandling you did it for or you gary probably shandling did it first though right when you started
3: yes and i do dvr the show with the intention of watching right. but uh...
0: how often what percentage of times do you watch do you watch the sh- watch your sh- your segments?
3: When I have a really bad blooper, which is actually more often than I'd like to admit, I watch it. So, I go back a lot of times because once you watch it, you go, "Oh, that wasn't as bad as what I had in my head." Because I mean, I've had my share of wouldn't bloopers. that be great if they just if you were able <laughs> to
0: just communicate what's in your head then like, then you'd be president.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I, I don't end up watching unless there's either a story I want to show my kid that's like some kid related story or uh, you know how do you feel I about your really
0: voice because I don't I, like what it. I hear from most people on the when they come on the podcast I I just couldn't stand listening to my voice.
3: I don't. I don't like my voice. Um, ever since uh, I worked in Spokane, I when I started in Spokane, the news director sent all of the new people to a voice co- coach, and she said, "Yeah, you have a Utah accent." And I thought, "I've never lived in really? Utah." Yeah.
1: See, and I, I I'm from Utah, and I'm not picking that up at all.
3: Okay, thank you. You don't say well, mountain or mountain uh, hurricane
1: hurricane yeah or yeah, uh, I'm not I'm not picking that up or at all.
3: pillow pillow instead of pillow pillow
0: yeah. yeah. Or, I didn't know all these things. We should do a whole Utah milk. episode. And you Drink know, some milk. Milk. how do you know about milk. it? Then how do you know about it?
3: I am married to oh, to a
0: Utah. Well,
3: he went to University of Utah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, randomly, the thing in Spokane happened years and years and years before. I mean, I've been in Portland thirteen years, so uh, the Spokane thing happened in like '03. But he, happened.
0: That sounds like a shooting, a
3: drive-by
1: <laughs> shooting. Spokane.
3: The no the. It happened.
1: <laughs> have you asked uh Shauna? She she went to school in Utah. She would be able to say yay or nay, well, whether you have that accent. Sh- Shauna Parsons.
3: She is from California though. Right. She but she, she spent w- some time? Yeah. She went to BYU. She worked at a TV station there. Yeah. It's funny that you say she worked there because my husband watched her on the air when he I, was in college at I the watched, University of Utah. I
1: watched her. I remember her when I was growing up.
3: You don't look that old.
1: I'm I'm He's not that old. I'm not that I'm forty.
3: Oh, I'm 40. Well, I'm going on 40. Yeah, so I, I, well, I remember guys, when
1: she was there. You guys look great. Or grizzled vets. Yeah. For 40.
3: Thanks.
1: Uh, I
0: remember. You look great
3: uh, for 50,
0: Chris. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm not. <laughs> but um, yeah, just, just past the milestone. I wanted to ask you if you have watched Wild Wild Country oh, on Netflix. Yes.
3: And it brought back memories. I was going to say, all those,
0: all those news people that for me are all... You know they're older now, and I've been here since 2005. But this shows them in the 80s, like the I don't know all the names. It was I hate so to say funny.
3: Uh, I had the best time watching that because everyone Jim Hyde, wh- whom I worked with for up until his retirement, he worked at KPTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in it. Then uh, Walden, uh, he's married to Marilyn Deutsch, who's one of my coworkers. He's in it. A t- he was the one that was out there like on the scene. Mm-hmm. And then there's lots of vintage. Tracy Barry, Ken Body yeah, that's was the one in it. Those two, Ken Body's in it a lot.
0: Unbelievable how I, and they were. They've covered in the news a long, long time.
3: Yes, I I actually saw Ken Body af, right after watching, it and I said, "Ken, have you seen it?" I assumed he'd you know binge the whole thing the night he it hadn't came seen out. It? He hadn't seen it yet, but he said a lot of people had come up to him uh, to say, "Yeah, I saw you," and it. But it brought back memories for me because. Well, I'm going on 40. So I was a little kid when all that was going on, but my parents always had the news on. So, so I recognize some of the new news footage. And of course, I recognize, you know, Kathy Smith, all, all the anchors, Jeff Giannola. They're all, they're all in that. So news junkies that, will love that.
0: I love that show. And I just I liked it for that reason, too, because I was not even close to being in Portland. And so to see these folks have been here forever. And, you know, the news business, is, I'd love to talk about this. <laughs> and I don't know how much you can say if, you're, if your management is, happens to be listening to this. But I've always found I i had the opportunity to play golf with Wayne Garcia. He's
3: the nicest guy. He's, He's a foodie, too.
0: Right. It, He's a foodie. Well, he he needs to come. You all need to come to one of my things or, better yet, come to Italy with us. I was thinking oh, about that earlier. That would be if a you dream. you like the Spumoni. We're going to have some insane food in sicily when you do
3: one in croatia i'm in when you do a foodie a portland food adventure in croatia i'm going
0: okay we'll figure that one out i don't know any croatian food here a chef that i can do our friends at san pellegrino would like to shine the spotlight on nastrana chef kathy wims opened what is now one of portland's classics in 2005 to much fanfare serving classic italian fare with northwest inspiration in a beautiful wide-open space on Morrison Street in Southeast. Cathy is widely respected as Portland's preeminent Italian chef, which has led to six James Beard Award nominations for Best Chef Northwest. Just opened, also, a gorgeous new wine bar next door, Enateca Nostrana, featuring a fantastic selection of wines from around the world uh, with some great casual Italian fare. Many of the chefs who've made their marks known in Portland have honed their knowledge and skills in the Nostrana kitchen, including Tommy Habits of Bunk, Johanna Ware, just reopening small wares, and John Taboda of Luce and also Navarre, just to name a few. Don't forget to enhance your meal the way Italians do with a sparkling bottle of San Pellegrino at Nostrana or anywhere. And check into sanpellegrino.com to see where the best chefs in the world recommend you dine. Here in Portland, San Pellegrino suggests... You make a reservation soon to enjoy the best in Portland dining at Nostrana or expand your horizons at Sister Wine Bar and Atanica Nostrana. What I wanted to ask you was, um, I years so I majored in this and I have, a, you know, I kind of like shows like Larry Sanders and so forth. I've always thought it'd be really cool to do a sarcastic news show where um, a local kind of comedy news show where everybody doesn't take the news so seriously. They find kind of the funny end of it because let's face it, you have to do story, after not just you, but everybody story after story. And sometimes you just look at them and think, Oh my God, they're just searching for stories. Cause that, you know. cause we
3: are no, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, some of them are just ridiculous. And I always find, you know, interviewing the neighbor where the shooting just happened to hear what they had to say is like to how many, do we really need this? How do, how, do, how do you view all that?
2: Well, I
3: it makes me so grateful to be in lifestyle and entertainment reporting because, you know, I was in hard news for several years. I, I was mainly the weekend weather person, but I also did hard news three days a week. And you'd be surprised how many people in such grief like that want to talk. It's It's therapeutic somehow because I don't know about you, but sometimes aren't you surprised like, wow, that just happened. I can't believe that person's talking to the news. I remember that with
0: Sandy Hook. Yeah, Those parents talking about that event after that happened. I just could not believe it. And they were articulate. And, you know, I can't imagine being that much pain and doing it. I wasn't necessarily thinking so much about those people, but the neighbors who really don't even know the people who say, I didn't know them. (laughs) Then why are we interviewing this guy? So, uh, you know, there's it's local news, but uh, I've 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 uh, done I've taken hiatuses from. Or would it be hiatus? Yeah, I was wondering. Multiples? Probably technically. Yes, um, from national news for a few years and local news, and I kind of found like my life is not for the worse when I'm not. It's less stressful, especially the you know the national stuff. I don't really care. You know I care, but if I read what's going on in Iraq and other places. It's, is that changing my life to know about it? It's less stressful not to know about it.
3: Well, so, our show is stress-free. We only do positive stuff. Your show, it, 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 yes, it's, but you're
0: on the network too. So <laughs> or the, the but, affiliate,
3: but we're all entertainment, lifestyle, fun stuff. Like, you know, whatever chef is getting some big accolade or whatever, you know, restaurants opening up, or we just found out this restaurant is coming to Portland that kind of thing. Or or this celebrity's in town to perform wherever we get to talk to them. It's really fun so stuff. So if they
0: came to you, because we, we know KPTV has had, uh, at least management has changed. You guys on the air are all, most have been with you for a while. Yeah, so Good Day came, Oregon's
3: like, what, 22 years now right, or something?
0: Right, Wayne's been there, Shauna's been there, Andy. Andy, Carson, Andy yeah, So
3: Pete Ferryman. But
0: I don't think you could say that about management. It's flipped over
3: a lot. Uh, Since... I mean, since I, but I've been there 13 years. I've been, I mean, I I want to stay. I always tell them I want to stay forever because I don't have any other skills.
0: That's a great negotiating (laughs) posture. Oh,
3: I know. It's terrible. It's (laughs) terrible. It's terrible. Well, my negotiate, you know, my, you know, the guy who hired me. Uh, he, Patrick, years. This is thirteen years ago. He called me and offered me the job, and I screamed into the telephone. I actually <laughs> screamed, and it's like, okay, the, what happens to your, your negotiation power there? <laughs> <Right>. Like <laughs> when you scream accepting the job, and and he he was kind of taken. Like he he'd, he'd never had someone actually scream into the phone before, and. So now,
0: did he ask you, are you going to do this on Mike? Uh,
3: <laughs> well, I, I think he already knew what he was getting into because back then, you know, you called the landline of a news director and unbeknownst to me, he had caller ID. So uh, he knew that I was calling his office all the time to check in about the status of the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it ended up working out because mm-hmm. I got the job.
0: Was it as a weather? Uh, it was.
3: We ca- how much weather,
0: uh, how much meteorological background did you have?
3: So about the same as most on-air people with the exceptions of like Mark Nelson, for instance. He he graduated with a degree in, I believe, atmospheric science from University of Washington. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Matt Matsafino also, I think. He might be U- University, University of Utah. Utah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but a lot of the on-air people do the Mississippi State Broadcast Meteorology Program. That's what I did.
0: Oh, it's like uh, it's it's well back. Online,
3: I did it. This I hate dating myself, but I did it before you could do things online. So I did it. I did the Mississippi State program when you did proctored exams. So like when I was working in Boise, I would take my proctored exams at Boise State, and then at the end, you you go down. To the school for all the final testing and stuff. So it's um, it's a four year program that's jammed into three years, but it's broadcast meteorology. So yeah, there there is a difference. but you, I you, I haven't done weather in um, I don't know. It's been
0: you were great at four it. Four
3: years. You were, that's I, when I, I was l- watching
0: a lot of local news because I worked with the auto show. So oh, thank you. I used, but I always thought I. I thought you were just really unnatural at it. And you never slipped. Everything was, you probably did off camera, but it was all very well done and professional. And you know what else I noticed today? You enunciate really well. Oh, you, thank you, you. you.
3: It's my Utah accent. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Actually, I've been told I have a Gresham accent. What, is,
0: I, I've been what
3: told does that I have a include? Accent. Uh, <laughs> good question. I don't know. I just know that people say my best friend and I talk... Th- the exact same way and that other girls from Gresham speak this way. I don't know what it is.
0: What do your friends from Gresham think of your career?
3: Uh, They have much, I mean, they're teachers, so they, you know, their profession is a lot more probably honorable than. (laughs) Oh,
0: come on. (laughs) What are you talking about?
3: I mean, they're, but. uh, I just
0: mentioned one of the reasons why yours is honorable. You're helping a lot of people. and And you're giving people, not only the restaurants you're helping them but think of every time if someone goes out and has a great meal because of what you've shown them that's something that that's very that's to give people something some something a pleasure in life that's a good thing
3: well thank you so much do you
0: recognize that
3: uh i i I mean, it's the job is just so much fun. I just feel like I need to knock on wood just talking about it. I mean, go it's ahead and like, scream.
0: You need another scream <laughs> to put yeah. No,
3: I, it's such it's such a blast. But uh, my my friends from Gresham, my best friend is my best friend since third grade. She's been on TV so many times because of me. <laughs> I mean, she's she's a natural. She was in my little in college when you had to put news stories together. She'd be my interviewee uh, for. So she she's been on TV enough times that. It, I don't think she's that excited about it anymore.
0: So do you see yourself doing this for another uh, 30 years? If they'll keep me. Until you're like old and. till
3: til I'm this grizzled You'll always bat. be, be-, oh, wait, I am You'll always be beautiful. Oh, oh, you're so sweet, Chris. I hope they'll let me. I, I mean, I want to because, A, I don't know what on earth I would do otherwise. I, and I love this job so much. I mean, it's like, it's so much fun. I'm going to jinx it by sitting here talking about it. That's what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, but we'll make sure we'll send copies of this to you know all the big <laughs> big stations around the country to New York and uh, uh, I think you know but it's nice to be able to see a different side of you right because let's face it when the camera's on you have to be you you have to oh, turn that smile on right and do you ever get to go on and just kind of this is how I feel today we can do this on this podcast right if we're having a shitty day
3: the funny thing is, is like I automatically just.
0: As soon as that light goes on, man, you're on.
3: Well, it's also kind of nice because y- you stay so focused that you're not able to think about anything else really, right? But uh, this job, everything's like happy news. And how can you not be excited to tell these stories? They're just so much fun.
0: And that's that was my point before. So if you're excited telling these stories and they excite other people and cause something good to happen, that's fantastic. It's
3: all happy news. That's why I'm like too good to be true
0: do you and i should have asked you this to give you a little time to think about it because i don't want to put you on the spot can you remember any moments when when you were doing a uh, segment or on your show where you thought this is great tv this is what i
1: really Yeah,
3: uh, yeah i i went skydiving during the eclipse
1: sorry about that I had to adjust something over here on this computer. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> that was good. I'll that, edit this. That's great, that's, that's great podcast. Radio.
3: Yeah. My bad. <laughs> no, I
0: like that. Keep that. So that was great podcast. We have to leave that. So anyway, you were skydiving.
3: So I got to go sky- skydiving during the total uh, solar eclipse.
0: The, but last august the
3: one in august like 22nd or whenever it was where'd you do that uh out in malala with oregon skydiving and it was or pacific northwest skydiving i should there
0: whoever see that it segment. was there the
3: best skydiver skydiving place ever and they took me up and i almost had a panic attack before because i thought wait why why am i doing this i have a I have a son. I I need to stay alive. That's why I
0: stopped soaring when I realized I had kids. I was taking soaring lessons. Oh, I thought, nice! Right, I got to stop for now.
3: Yeah, I so I freaked out all the way, and and I said to my photographer as we because he didn't have to go up. He shot it from the ground. I said, "I'm, I don't think I should do this," and he said. That's what I've been thinking. I don't know what the heck you are doing this for. I don't get it. Why? And I said, well, because I don't have the television. backbone to tell my boss. No. And he said, really, that's why you're doing it? And I said, yeah, I don't. I can't. And then it's the best thing. It was the most fun I've ever had. I want to go back. I had the best time. I was in great hands there. And it made for awesome TV. We were up in the air with GoPro cameras during the the eclipse it was oh, wow. awesome so yeah that was one time i and thought that was, this is assi- good TV. that was
0: an assignment stephanie it you're going a, out my this boss is...
3: called me and said uh will you do it and i said yes
0: oh they, you were asked at least you were asked instead of you know you're gonna do this and you don't have a choice
3: yeah i said yes without really thinking about it and then i i actually went into my boss and said i'm kind of getting cold feet would you do this and she said oh heck no <laughs> and, and so then i was real I, I just got really really worked up about it and it was so much fun i highly recommend it just once everyone's uh, got to try it
0: i was out in um, a park just north of lincoln city which was right in the heart of it um and we saw so many planes flying around uh before during and after so there, there were there did you see a lot of air traffic up there when you were doing that
3: yeah, I, I was so focused on
0: just you? The, par- <laughs> the on life? the
3: parachute opening. Yeah. I, I was just that was my big concern. As soon as the parachute opened, then I got to, yeah, look around and it, it was just mind blowing.
0: All right. So to get back to food. Okay, we yeah, haven't back mentioned to food. that in a while. Yeah, back to food. In a while. Um do you have some um and I, I realize, let's realize you can't mention them all and you're gonna walk out of here and go, Oh, I should have mentioned that. But Do you have some chefs that you particularly adore after getting to know them?
3: Oh, yes. But I I know my brain is flatlining right now. So full disclaimer, (laughs) the chef at Seasons and Regions, he's a total character, sweetest guy, Chef Greg. I've never Um, been there seasons and, and regions report, it's Southwest. great seafood get the oysters i didn't like oysters that place has the gateway oyster get the deep fried oysters you will become an oyster eater even even if you're oh, not.
0: i'm I'm already there
3: and and their ranch dressing is great too uh, that's always a big selling we were gonna me. do
0: court so when i asked stephanie before we did this i asked what are you you know what are your some of your favorite things she said ranch dressing i think we need a soundbite a ranch dressing soundbite where to get Ranch dressing in Portland. Talk about said, by
1: like squirting the ranch dressing out of the... T- <laughs> I was doing that last night for my daughter.
3: <laughs> yep. I lost uh, a little bit. Maybe that's the trick. Uh, Chris, Chris said to me, so... I need to know a little bit about you before we do this and I said I'm from Gresham and I like ranch. That's all you need to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we could do a whole we could do a whole thing on Gresham and Ranch and probably having ranch dressing in Gresham. There must be a lot of places out there with great ranch because that's where you learn to love it, right?
3: My favorite ranch is at Zigzag Pizza on your way to Mount Hood. If okay. you ever go skiing, you got to stop in and have their pizza dipped in ranch.
0: Pizza and, dipped in ranch, I, oh, not even as a dressing. Ranch.
3: Oh yeah. Oh. I am getting hungry just talking about it. Uh, tweet me your favorite uh, ranch dressings because your favorite restaurant ranch,
0: ranch. dressings
3: C- because I will go to a place just to try oh, the ranch or now. or send them to me on Instagram well, or wherever. I was going to say now
0: you're testing this podcast for how many people are actually going no to listen. No one ever people. does anything I need interactive. ranch. <laughs> recommendations. I swear every time we try to do something interactive we get nothing. We know we have listeners but getting those people from you know onto their phones to do it but so it's okay are, they
3: can text me at 503
0: <laughs> yeah. but what what's your uh tweet Your twitter handle so they it's know it's
3: steph kralovich
0: okay and that's, I'm easy, Stephanie to, that's easy to spell on Instagram. that's just everybody will know
3: oh yeah <laughs> k-r-i-l-e-v-i-c-h yeah it's, it's as
0: complicated as one might think i've always thought oh that's a it doesn't have a lot of the w's and i's and c's in it. it's just straightforward
3: well thank you huh, well so. thank you
0: so um, yeah,
3: but restaurants now, Chris, you heard I'm not dialed in. I didn't even know the name of John Gorm's newest restaurant. I mean, I'm not dialed in anymore. The one new place I checked out recently and the chef is just a doll. He's adorable and so sweet, Nomad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's Ryan. a sweetheart, Ryan. He and he came from a Michelin-starred restaurant. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's got credentials. He's he's young but so friendly. So friendly. I
0: have not been to the new Nomad. I went to the old Nomad. See, I didn't... So,
3: that's how out of touch I am. I didn't know there was a different... There well, was he, an old he Nomad. He did
0: pop-ups at Kitchen Crew.
3: Okay. I love that place.
0: Yeah. Well, Michael Madigan is just... Oh, he's he's
3: a, a sweetheart.
0: He oh. is. He's one of the good guys. So any others that come to mind? Uh, people that you met that you thought they're just great people that you want to get to know better? That's oh, all so, right.
3: So... No, there are so so many. I mean, the the ones there there are so many. I haven't been out to eat anywhere great in a long time. So have like for all the, I know, the chefs that I adore, you know, they're at a different restaurant now. They're or, moving around. A lot. I do There's love a Chessa. Shopper. He's a little sweetheart. Jose? Love him. Yeah. Oh man.
0: He's, he's, he's great. Uh I have the his the wife's honor. sweet too. Yeah, Christina. I have the honor. And the pleasure of having gotten to know Jose, you know, he's like a little more than half my age and we get along really well. I get these calls from him that are just in the middle of the day. And he gives me, he gives me a hard time a lot and he enjoys doing it. And we get to spend, you know, 10 days in Spain together. And it's been one of the joys of doing this. So you have your joys of doing what you do for a living and part of it is who you get to meet and who you get to hang out with and right. this is part of it right here it right is. now but Jose has always been and if nothing else ever comes of what I'm doing I got to meet someone like that and and he's a hard working man so and so and sweet. I'm sure his food in his kitchen is visually appealing right so when you're doing shoots there that's a good spot
3: Oh it's so great it's so great You know the other chef I love he's not at a restaurant anymore. He's with your sponsor. Uh chef John Eisenhart. He was at Nel Centro, he was at Pazo. He's 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 been in Portland for a long time. And uh he's now a chef for Zupans, which is so cool that Zupans has like one of the best chefs in Portland now.
0: It, it's not surprising because um and their food is already good, the prepared stuff, but I'm really excited to find out what's going to happen with that. But also they're going to be doing events and it's, it's interesting news. And those are the kind of things, you know, you have a lot of chefs that came from new seasons that are doing some great things. And how about Peter Cho from Whole Foods, right? Right. So he started a New York Whole Foods and he's doing what he's doing. It's a, there are a lot of different spots in the Portland food world where people start and move and do different things. But I don't know about you, you grew up in gresham and i don't know about you court but where i grew up the grocery stores were just bland and nothing compared to what we have here oh for sure the bounty of incredible spots and how friendly they are is uh to me was one of the most noticeable things about moving to the west coast were the grocery stores
3: not to reverse this interview on you but no. um i'm going to Roblo with my mom tonight and she said let's Let's meet for dinner before. So I'm. I decided I'm going to make it her Mother's Day dinner. Where would you guys? I want to ask you guys. Where would you go uh, out? So to where dinner?
1: is it at the Keller? It's the Schnitzer, isn't it?
3: Yeah, it's at the Schnitz. So where would you go oh, eat man, beforehand? You got a lot of shops.
1: You got Headwaters. Headwaters right next door. Headwaters. Quite literally. I love the
0: fact that Courts just grabbed there. that mic and he's right in on this.
3: Where else?
0: Well, uh, yeah, got in Higgins. Just up the street, Higgins is great. Raven and Rose,
3: okay. I haven't been to Raven and Raven Rose. And Rose oh, is good. That's yeah. on my bucket. What list. might be
0: nice is just to go up to the bar to the Rookery. Either way, but that's kind of cool. And I just went to see. I'm aging myself. Rain at the uh, at the Keller, and we went to Morada beforehand, right across the street. And if you've
3: Marata, ne- I've never been.
0: It's old school sushi. It's like the old guy with the tie. Uh, oh. I don't know if he's actually making the sushi anymore, but all his sushi chefs are wearing white suits and ties, and it's it's the only that I know of only really old school sushi in
1: Portland. Or, okay, that's or, a right hot across tip. from the can't leave the out uh, Ringside Fish House, which is just down the street. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh from the can't t- leave them out. Um,
3: nope. Best onion rings. Their ranch is not too shabby either. Their ranch is pretty amazing.
0: If, with the onion rings, with, we just, oh absolutely, we just had that the other night, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about it at some point, but. Um, yeah, ringside. we went to the Ringside Steakhouse and uh, had onion rings and prime rib and all that good stuff.
3: Now you guys have great. me craving Ringside Ranch. Well.
0: Do that. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's not a bad idea. But there are a lot of other, um, yeah, Nel Centro is also a good option. But the sushi is kind of fun. And they have, they have those, I don't know what to call them. I'm showing my ignorance. The little back rooms where you sit under the Ta- you know, your oh yes, so very Japanese. Where so you
3: take your shoes off and stuff.
0: Take your shoes off, and you know the table is like knee level, um, so you can try that. That's tonight, and you haven't already planned that.
3: No, I have. I know I'm. <laughs> I'm last you're minute. Just, McGee. You're just gonna go where you can get in. <laughs> yep uh my co-worker shauna is going and she got reservations at muka osteria which is a place i've been wanting to try Same i don't even know me. if i said it correctly but i don't want to be like crashing her date night with her husband like oh hi i copied you so i'm looking for <laughs> other ideas
0: i think you have some good ideas but the heathman is great and imperial is always good i
3: uh, love that place too oh, not
0: the heathman i'm sorry headwaters. headwaters Headwaters at the heathman have you ever been to one of Vitaly paley's done
3: Oh, I, Vitaly Paley can do no wrong in my book. I love that guy. I haven't, I, I've done the, you know, the Russian holiday tea there. I've done, mm-hmm. I, I've gotten to eat his cooking so many times and everything's been to die for.
0: And there's a guy who's been doing this for, since 1993, I think, yeah. in Portland.
3: His pastry chef now too, is, she is off the charts
0: good. He's always had great pastry chefs. He had yeah. Kristen Murray once. Have you been That seems like a nice little it's not open for dinner. Um, but have you been to Maurice?
3: No, and I've heard great things oh. about Maurice. Oh, See, I'm the not dialed in. I'm going to these like family-friendly places.
0: First of all, let me tell you it's impossible to be completely dialed in. Right. Uh, unless you unless that's your vocation. Right. But I mean, you can't keep up with every new thing that's going on. I've always said you could go somewhere new for a year and still you haven't hit any of the great neighborhood dives, right? I would like to do a whole year of just going to the, na- the places that people in their own neighborhoods like to go.
3: Well, I'll never forget. We interviewed you one time when you were like, yeah, there are 96 new restaurants in Portland and it's only June. Right. This year, this is a year or two ago, and you said like it's just out of control.
0: Right, and 90, 90 had to close. Right, to right. Make, to make that open, so <laughs> it's uh, it, it's a it's an evolving market. But oh, it's really changed since you started doing this in two thousand ten. I it mean, has. seriously. I mean, it, there were not anywhere near as many places, and there wasn't as much focus. People are moving here now. I know for the food.
3: I know. Uh, <laughs> so what, so, I just realized, What I hate to do this. But you have to
0: go. I hope rea- it's not your parking. Uh, no,
3: no, because I could sit here, you guys, for hours. I mean, I could sit fun. and talk. Chefs and restaurants, this is like, there is nothing more fun. I mean, you and I were on the phone for, what, an hour yesterday? Just going back and forth on places I need to go eat. Yeah. And I could sit and talk to you guys forever. Right. But. Well, we'll The daycare's... uh,
0: (laughs) We'll do it again sometime, but I hope you go. You said you're going to do a segment at Proud Mary. Yes. That's my new thing that, for me, transformative food experience in Portland. You got a lot of new restaurants where they're serving nice dishes. That is coffee and incredible food and atmosphere. I had the chance to sit with Nolan, uh, who brought this from Australia, along with a lot of his employees, um, to present the australian experience to americans it's really awesome so you'll have fun with that i'd almost like to be there to be sipping the uh really rare coffee show to up i'll you. text
3: to you how about i text you the day once i have it set up
0: yeah Although i need I to w- get on
3: that now yeah. that we've talked about it i gotta
0: no it's <laughs> get on well, the well, you know gary that mentioned on this podcast a year ago yeah And said, "This is Chris, you're going to like this. And I waited. And uh, I went this morning and said, Nolan, how long ago did you open this? He told me a year. I couldn't believe it. So you can't keep up with everything. I can't. It's tough. And Court, you need to get out to places like that too because it's just a pleasure. Mm
3: -hmm. In the meantime, Court, have some Whole30 balls. I will. I'm interested to hear what you think of them.
1: I'll take those. I'll refreeze them. And then I'll try to convince my wife to have them with me so that I can get her take, even though they're technically... Whole 30 adjacent.
3: Whole 30 adjacent. Yes. Exactly.
1: Very nice.
0: <laughs> so I have compliant. a question for you. This is going to probably be released after you did a segment. You came, you were nice enough to do a segment on the podcast. Yes. Is that going to be on your website?
3: The, uh, the right at the fork story yes. is going to be on our website and the Portland Food Adventures will be on our website. I, my producer gave me an air date for this and it's sometime next week. Okay, so I'll get that as, to you.
0: But so is there a way to search? Is there an index on the KPTV? So, yeah,
3: our website is kptv.com slash more GDO. I also post them on the More Good Day Oregon Facebook page. Uh, you're going to get blown up like the OJ case. I mean, you're going to be getting oh, that's social. What we're,
0: wow. That's what mm. we're, that's mm. <laughs> that's yes, what we're finally. going for.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you are going to be getting notifications all over the place. Well,
0: me. we'll. So we'll be able to test. We'll we'll let you know how that worked for us in terms of listeners, and then we'll we'll see how your request for ranch, ranch. dressing places. Mm-hmm. Oh will yes. we'll be able to see that. Yes, please. Don't yes, expect please. A, don't expect a lot. I have to say we have <laughs> listeners, but they don't. We ask for things like that, and it doesn't happen. Never. Not we'll, big on Twitter.
3: We'll text me if you get anything.
0: All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll see it, right? Because we yeah. asked them to do it on your.
3: Oh yeah. Please. Yeah. Exactly. But so, if you hear anything ever about Ranch, just send it my way, okay? She's so serious
1: about a Ranch.
0: Stephanie Kralovic, KPTV on Steph Twitter, Kralovich. on Instagram. Steph. Steph.
3: But uh, I should have just kept it all one, but you know, I joined one 5 years after the other one. Um so it's Steph Kralovich on Twitter and Stephanie Kralovich KPTV on Instagram.
0: And do you respond if people oh, ask I'm you Johnny questions? Oh, I'm Johnny on the spot. Are I'm you really? on it
3: like blue bonnet. Yep.
0: Well, right into the uh, right into the TV station if you want to communicate with Steph. <laughs> we're <laughs> really glad that we, we were here to communicate. Really yeah, it fun. Was, it
3: was so fun. You guys, I could, I'm so bummed that I have to race to daycare, but... Uh, I had a blast. Thank th- you so much. It was such an honor to be invited on this show.
0: Oh man, it was an it was an honor to have you. And and uh, and having to leave for daycare is way better than when Byron Beck was on the show and said, "I'm sorry, my parking's up. I got to go."
3: <laughs> I love Byron though. That, that was oh, so Byron, that sweetheart guy.
0: Yeah, but just such a good excuse to save two bucks. So uh, to get <laughs> off the show.
3: No, my parking's fine.
0: Good. Well, thank um, you so
2: much.
3: Okay, thank you guys. Have a good one.